Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, a big old hello and happy Friday to everyone. Welcome to episode number 35 of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. Have you ever been to, uh, have you ever like gone and seen a movie and it was like just action packed from beginning to end? Like there was no buildup. You were like, wow, holy crap. Like, man, I just had to hang on to the edge of my seat the entire time. Well, that's what today's episode is going to be like. Today, we're going to dive right into one of the biggest issues when it comes to losing weight. You ready? Let's go. Let's do it right now. It usually sounds something like this. Man, I just fell off the wagon. Oh, God, I'm on the struggle bus. Actually, I fell off the struggle bus and I got run over by the wagon. (laughs) Or I'm being run over by the struggle bus. You know what? I'm just going to start fresh Monday. I just screwed up. I'll start fresh Monday. Oh my God, I just can't stick to it. Look, you can say it however you want, but it all means the same thing. You quit your diet. (laughs) You're no longer moving towards your goals. And when this happens, we blame it on a bunch of stuff, don't we? Oh, I'm too busy. It's too hard. There's just too much temptation. Man, my family isn't supportive. Man, people at work, they just bring too much food and too many treats and too many snacks. God, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to do these things. I'm too stressed. Oh, my hormones are crazy. Oh, God, it it wasn't the right diet for me. And look, all of those things might be true or they could be true, but honestly, it's really not about any of those things. There are two big reasons, two primary reasons that people quit their diet or workout program. Reason number one, it's just not sustainable. Look, marketers in the diet industry, like the people who are trying to sell you your perfect weight loss dream come true, those people, they put together these like super strict programs and they'll no doubt deliver results. Like they, these programs can't help but deliver results because they're so strict and so freaking extreme. But (laughs) the only tiny little problem is you can't do it. It's not feasible. It's not livable. It will make you miserable. I like to use this analogy. So let's imagine I were a billionaire. Okay. (laughs) And I said, Hey, I'll pay you $100,000 per week, per week. And all you have to do is work nonstop from 4 a.m. until midnight every single day. Do you think you could do it? At first, I mean, you might, oh, you might get all punch drunk. You might be lured in by the promise of $100,000 per week. But after a few days or maybe just a week or two, you're totally burnt out and you don't care how much money I'm promising. You don't care because... You're miserable. It doesn't matter. This is exactly how most hardcore weight loss and fitness programs are. They're too extreme, they're too restrictive, and they're just not sustainable. Now, I I will probably do an entire episode on that at some point. But honestly, that's not the biggest reason that people quit. That's not the one that I really want to focus in on on today. 
the bigger reason that people quit is, is probably something that you're doing and you don't even realize. It's probably something that's bouncing around in your head and you don't even realize. So the biggest reason beyond things not being sustainable and being too strict and being too extreme, the, beyond all that, the biggest reason that people quit comes down to two words, pressure and expectations. Look, guys, let's be honest about it. Most people who want to lose weight put tremendous pressure on themselves, and they have these just crazy expectations about how much weight they should lose and how quickly they should lose it. For example, some people think they should lose two pounds every week. Others think they should see the scale trickle down a little bit every single day, every single time they step on it. And others, after doing some extreme diet or workout program, like I mentioned earlier, they might have seen the scales drop seven or eight pounds in just a few days or maybe a week. And now they start to believe that that is what true weight loss success looks like. It's like once they've been exposed to that super fast, even though it was really not good, even though it was really unhealthy, once they've been exposed to that super fast weight loss, they think that's what success looks like. And honestly, this is really not your fault. You, you see and read and so many things. You've been taught all sorts of weight loss lies. You should lose one and a half to two pounds per week. With this program, you can lose up to a pound per day. People start believing this crap. They start believing that weight loss should, there's that word again, should, 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 good grief. They start believing that weight loss should come a certain way, fast and perfectly consistent. Newsflash, gang. That's just not how it works. It's not how it works in the real world. But you believe deep down, if you're really honest, just, just think about it for a moment. You believe that's how it's supposed to work. It's how you define weight loss success. So you step on the scales every week, twice per week, every single day, or maybe even twice per day to see if the number is going down. Because dang it, it should. It's supposed to, right? Like I'm doing this, I'm doing this diet, I'm doing this workout, number should go down. And when the scales don't move as much as you want or as fast as you would like to see, you get frustrated or disappointed. You start thinking, God, this crap is just not working. So why am I putting in all this effort? And you quit. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to anyone? A lady named Kathy, um, she joined my inner circle coaching group almost a year ago. And within the first few weeks, like all of this pressure and expectations became really apparent to me. She was, I mean, we were two, maybe three weeks into her being part of the group. She was ready to quit. Like two or three times within the first month, she was ready to quit. And it was exactly because of everything I've just explained, because of these faulty weight loss expectations. She said, this is a direct quote, she said, I am feeling so defeated today. Splurged a little Friday night and all of the week's work went out the door. I'm ready to quit. If one meal ruins a week or two of hard work, it just isn't worth the work. Have you ever felt that way before? I bet some of you are nodding your head like, oh my gosh, yes, Kathy, I feel you. I mean, you're doing so good. You're doing everything you should. There it is. <laughs> you're doing everything you should be doing. And then you have a cheat meal. 
you guys know I hate that word by now, <laughs> but you have a cheat meal, you splurge a little, or you mess up a little, whatever. And then you step on the scales, kind of like, oh, I got to check the damage, which is, mm, don't even get me started. Okay, anyways, so you step on the scales, and then you see that you haven't lost any weight. Or maybe all the weight that you lost that previous week, that 1.8 pounds or 2.3 pounds or whatever, all that weight has come back. Ah, oh, it's like, it's such a terrible feeling, isn't it? I think Kathy summed it up perfectly when she said, if one meal ruins a week of hard work, it isn't worth the hard work. But here's the thing. Turn up the volume. Listen to me, guys and gals. That logic seems to make sense. I totally get it. If one meal ruins a week of hard work, well, then it just isn't worth the work, right? Because, I mean, it's one meal versus a week. It's not worth it. That logic seems to make sense. But it's just not True. She didn't ruin an entire week with one meal. It just seemed that way because of a temporary number on the scales. And once Kathy began to understand this and stop obsessing over the scales and start obsessing over her simple day-to-day actions, her day-to-day consistency, her experience was totally different. She had more peace of mind and she was freed up to do the things the very things day in and day out that she needed to do to lose weight long term. And the results speak for themselves. She went from quitting and stacking up another disappointment, another failed attempt, to achieving her lowest body weight in years. <laughs> Think about that, guys. How many times have you quit a diet because you felt frustrated? Because your weight wasn't moving down like it should. It wasn't moving as fast as it should. Now imagine rewriting that story, and instead of quitting, imagine you built incredible momentum. You kept going, and you achieved your lowest body weight in years. Think about it. What if I could go back in time, kind of like the the ghost of Christmas future kind of thing, you know? If I could go back in time and tell that super frustrated version of Kathy, if I could be like, hey, hey, listen, 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 I know this is weird. I'm like the ghost from the future, but listen. You can quit now if you want. Perfectly okay. But, but, I just want to let you know, if you don't quit, I've been to the future. I I saw what happened. If you don't quit, just around the corner, just up ahead, if you'll just keep going, you're going to achieve your lowest body weight in years. Oh my gosh. I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't you love for somebody to come and tell you that kind of stuff? Look, look, listen, your weight is going to fluctuate, guys. It's just like the stock market. It's going to go up and down and up and down a million times over the, over the course of a few days, a week, or even a month. And there are a thousand different things that determine what you weigh at a particular time on a particular day from, honestly, from stuff like how regular your bathroom habits have been to how much sodium you, you took in to... Uh, how many carbohydrates to your stress level to natural variations in your hormones, all different kinds of stuff. But look, if you use that stupid little machine, that stupid little scales, if you use that as your guide, as your number one indicator for day-to-day or even week-to-week success, you are doomed. It will get you all excited for no reason with a false drop in weight and then crush your dreams a day later with a false weight gain. So, should you never weigh? Is that what I'm saying? Like, never weigh again? I mean, 
losing weight is the whole point, right? I mean, this is the real life weight loss podcast. We're talking about losing weight. Yes, of course. But being constantly swayed by the scales is just an emotional roller coaster that will cause you to quit. What we're looking for, what I coach my people towards is an overall trend downward. Every three or four weeks, think about it. Just think about that for a minute. Could you imagine the incredible freedom of only weighing once per month? <gasps> I could, it's, oh, Corey, I couldn't dare. That's the scariest thing I've ever thought of in my life. But at the same time, right behind that fear, deep in the back of your head, there's this twinkle of like excitement and freedom at the thought of not getting on the scale every single day. Look, my clients are super resistant at first. They think I'm crazy, but once they take the plunge, they absolutely love it. Oh, and their consistency goes through the roof and they get the best results they've ever gotten, just like Kathy did. Think of it this way. Imagine you're starting a garden, okay? This is one of my favorite analogies to use. I've probably used it on the podcast before. Let's imagine you're starting a garden. You prepare your soil, plant some seeds, and now imagine... You go and you check on your garden every single day, maybe twice a day for a week. And when you see, sadly, that the seeds haven't sprouted, nothing's happening. It doesn't appear as though anything's happening. When you see that, you're convinced it's a failure. So you stop watering, stop fertilizing, dig everything up and you quit. And you sad face and you go home. When in reality, the seeds were starting to take root. You know, we're about to grow into beautiful, healthy plants, but you just destroyed the whole process because it wasn't happening as fast as you wanted. You couldn't see below the surface at everything that was happening in the soil. In the same way, guys, you can't see below the surface of your skin at everything that's happening in your body. Oh, the scales only tell part of the story, a very small part of the story. Look, this may sound crazy, this whole garden analogy. You may think I'm nuts, but it's exactly what we do with weight loss. All of our small changes are like planting seeds and watering and fertilizing, and they will grow and produce fruit, but not if we obsess over them every single day and don't give them the time to take root and grow. This is what I teach people to do. This is what I teach my coaching clients. Stop with the crazy expectations. Take the pressure off and plant health and weight loss seeds. <laughs> Plant a health and weight loss garden. And if you do it right and you just hang with it, they will grow and you will see results. But it only happens when you stop obsessing over the scales and start obsessing over taking the right day-to-day -day action. Ah! Okay, I've got an idea that I want to toss out to you guys and gals. I don't know. It may be silly. It may be terrible. But before I do that, I've got to throw this in. Earlier, I talked about how, you know, sometimes we splurge or we mess up or whatever, and then we weigh. So it's like, oh, we're kind of checking our damage. Look, for goodness sakes, don't do that. I mean, this is like a little bonus tip, a little pro tip here. <laughs> There's something deep inside of us that, like, wants to punish ourselves. So, oh, Friday night, man, I really ate more than I should have. I drank more glasses of wine than I should, whatever the case is. And so you wake up Saturday and you weigh first thing on Saturday morning. Guess what? 
Here's another newsflash. Your weight's going to be up. And it's going to make you feel like total crap the rest of the weekend and beat yourself up. And your little voice in your head is going to be just chanting overtime at you about how you suck and you're terrible and you can't do it. When in reality, that's a false weight. It's a temporary bump because of what you had Friday night. If you avoided weighing Saturday morning, it wouldn't have happened. So, even if you're not willing to stop weighing for a month, just don't do those punishment weighings that people do. Like, oh, I ate too much, now I'm going to step on the scale. Stop that crap. <laughs> okay, now, anyways, I have an idea. Here's my idea. I want your feedback, all of you, any of you, so that I can know if it's, if it's a dumb idea or maybe a good idea. So, every, everyone out there is doing or offering weight loss challenges. Like, there's more weight loss challenges than you can shake a stick at. And you guys probably know if you've listened to this podcast any amount of time, I'm not a fan of weight loss challenges. Okay, set that to the side. I want to do another kind of challenge. I like, I, I, I like the name, the no way way. Like no way, like weighing, W-E-I-G-H. The no way way. Get it? <laughs> it's totally corny. I know, I know. But that's, that's really the way to lose weight and enjoy your life more. I've seen it again and again and again. And if this episode resonated with you, if you're like, yeah, Corey, oh my gosh, it would be so nice to step away from the scales. I just don't know if I'm courageous enough to do it. What if you had me by your side and you had some other people who were going through it too and we were all doing it together? The true way to lose weight long-term and enjoy your life more and experience freedom is, is not by stepping on the scales, but by stepping away from the scales and taking day-to-day action. So here's the deal. If no one wants to do this challenge, if you're like, Corey, you're stupid and this is corny, that's fine. It's no big deal. You don't hurt my feelings, but I'm not going to waste my time with it if that's the case. So here's my question. Are you up for it? Does it sound scary? But does it also, does it also sound pretty amazing? If you're like, yes, yes, I'm up for this challenge. Here's what I want you to do. Send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook, or better yet, uh, make a post. Make a post on uh, any social, well, on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. And uh, tag me in it. And just say, bring on the challenge, Corey. And be sure to tag me. I'm on Instagram. I'm Corey Little Coach. And on Facebook, you can find me at Corey Little Coaching. Um, and then, of course, you can go to the click down and go to the show notes, and there's a uh, there's links to all of my social media there. So if this sounds like something you would like, if it sounds fun or interesting, then let me know. And if enough people respond, we'll do it. And if not, then we'll scrap it. But regardless, I hope you will weigh less. Feel free to recruit some friends if you want, um, and we'll rock it. But until next time, my friends, I'm going to sign off. And remember... There is more to your body than what you weigh. Do I really even need to say that after an episode like this? And losing weight is really about gaining life. Ah, you're awesome. I hope you have an amazing weekend. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.